Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Private Investigations, the Tommy Tiernan podcast. Um... Some of you will be interested in technique, I'm sure, you know. Um, how do you approach a bit of work like this, the bit of work that's happening in your ears right now? Different people have different ways of getting into the zone, the talking zone, the thinking zone, the playful creative zone. I use many techniques, but today I'm using a specific one. Specific because of the... The subject that I want to talk about. Today's technique is to do the entire episode bursting for a piss. And the reason I'm going to work like this today is because today's episode is about stress. The fucking... It's like being followed by a tin, angry, old lady. I thrive on stress I must fucking thrive on it because I'm always volunteering for it I often dream of what it'd be like to to let go and when do you ever let go in your life anyway I think the only time you actually let go is in dreamless sleep when there's no you like even in your dreams I have a recurring dream about uh, plane crashes and I survived them but that's that's my recurring dream I'm in a plane it's going down everybody's panicking we plunge into a building or fucking tarmac or something the plane crashes and in every single fucking dream the shape of it is the same I survive and I immediately go to the airport and get on another fucking plane but I'm if God forbid it should ever happen, but I'm well used to that feeling through me dreams of plunging. Do you know that when you hit a bit of turbulence in a plane and it just it she drops like and she's fucking there's uh, there's little there's little bumpy air pocket drops, you know where you where you fall a foot or two. Oh, that was a bit of a, it's like a poke in the hole, uh, a poke in the soul. You survive it, it's fine, it's a bit of a laugh. I remember one time being on an awful flight from Australia to New Zealand and we must have been going through acne. That's how fucking bumpy it was. And we were laughing, I mean, we were drinking and we were calling the air hostess nurse. But it was it was good fun in a way. But that feeling of, whoa, that 
you go beyond that and into down. Into down and into very, very serious soul shaping significant silence and the physical feeling of plunging well I'm through me dream and I'm well used to that and I hope to God it never actually happens to me uh, but if it does you know I know from my dreams that we're going to be okay so I tell everybody we're grand don't worry I've been through this before we'll be on another plane before we know it but stress to me I oh God almighty I uh, what I've realised uh, is that all exposure is stress. Even when they're saying fucking great things about you, it's fucking stressful. It's like it's like getting exam results on your personality. You know where they make declarations about you in the paper. Oh, he's great. He's great. It's fucking and I. It sounds strange, but it is your your awareness is heightened and you're watching the horizon for bad bastards coming at you. Even though you might only be surrounded by good people saying nice things. You, be, you get this extra level of concern about being spoken about. You're always, it's just, it's not a it's not a great feeling, you know. Um, and my life is so fucking stressful. I mean, do you, do you think coffee helps? You know, you do you know when you're always um. They have interviews every now and again with really old Tibetan peasants who've lived to three hundred and four. You know, they're always there just sucking on a bamboo straw toothless and giddy eyed what is the secret to your longevity you know it's always fucking stresslessness isn't it not taking things too seriously and it's always it's always the poor I mean the uh, not the poor poor people in Ireland are economically poor do, do you know what I mean it's kind of like they have they have no money but the the poor of Tibet have it's a different level of poverty altogether it's possessionless it's electricityless it's wearing the same clothesness but they're the people that always seem to live the fucking longest lives isn't it it's very rarely the the CEO of a company that is doing very well on the stock exchange. And and I just wonder is, with, with me, I mean, sometimes I get so fucking wired. I'm, I'm like a guitar string that's just been tuned that, and it doesn't take much for the fucking thing to snap. And then you start to think, well, where... Where do you feel the stress is is gone? Like, you know, I suppose my father would have been a, a great man for the for the pints in a very social way. You know, each Friday evening meeting the same four fellas down the bar. And I suppose 
however horrific or stressful or annoying and difficult his private life might have been that he was able to his private life and his working life he was able, there was something about just you let go just fucking let go of everything and four pints please Mick you know and I I don't have that I I sometimes on stage you get it or you know but I I there's nowhere in my life at the moment that is stressless you get it in in glimpses like tiny little pockets uh, half inch pockets eight or nine seconds of it but the fucking and I suppose it's to realise that it's you're a product of your circumstances aren't you you know this is the way lives are led in this part of the world there's nothing particular to do with me it's just we thrive on stress which is why our mickeys are shrinking we're all infertile bald I'm fucking dead by the age of 50 and I'm not interested in technique you know some headspace app delivered by a wellness guru just become aware of the tips of your toes and listen to the tips of your toes and just consciously relax the tips of your toes and then move on then to the uh, the base of your little toe move on to your base of your little toe and just fuck off I'm, I I couldn't <sighs> stresslessness for me is I, I want to experience it rather than fucking work at it there's a great clenching isn't there life is all about life is the great clench your diaphragm is like it's like a craw just gripped on a fucking tennis ball fucking get up get up to fucking half six and have a treble espresso up to fucking start worrying about the market and your fucking everybody that you love and just be worrying and worrying and worrying and just to the it'd be nice I'm still bursting for a piss by the way <laughs> can you tell and it's just it's been able to find that way of just fucking like I love having operations do you know <laughs> with the put the mask over your face and say countdown from 10 to 1 and you know you're, you, you know you'll be gone be 6 you'll be, and you just look up with love and adoration at the anaesthetist just thank you thank you for this 10 9 and then you slowly feel the hand around your diaphragm just fucking loosening and next thing you're fucking next thing you're what next thing you're waking up in a bed four corridors down the hall from the fucking operating theatre you're back to yourself you know you've spent three hours somewhere you're not conscious of where you were where the spirit was Moriarty says there's a good chance you might turn into a salmon and, and there was more who are you in dreamless sleep was the wh- where do you go like I often wonder do you know fellas who can go into the head and they can 
operate on various different things and, and here's where anger is generated and here's where love and you know with ecstasy that beautiful drug if it wasn't for the come down and the dangers um where it the reason it, it works is it's so it's not a spiritual thing it it floods the brain with a chemical a happy chemical and that's how mechanical parts of us are it's not some change in perspective in the sense of a psychological insight it's just your your face gets flushed with this new drug and you're happy because of it it's all it's a physical thing but they must have done in the same way that they, they map the brain you know they get these fellas and they they, they they place those little pads all over their brains and wires going to hurt them into the machine and they're able to notice when different parts of the brain heat up. They must have done one with sleep. Where, if, where a person goes into dreamless sleep, sleep and they have no sense of themselves. There's no I. That perspective of experiencing is fucking, is gone. And the body is still working. The body is still breathing in and breathing out there's nothing wrong with the body it's just the brain something's happened in the brain where this sense of self has disappeared so they must be able to locate the part of the brain where where you think you're you And they must be able to notice that that it just fucking... Wouldn't it be great to get a fucking tablet that just... That did that. You know, you'd swallow it. And then you'd just... You'd... Fucking peace out, brothers. I mean, you'd be entirely incapable of conversation. Or movement. But you can take a tablet. And the body is still working. But you're free from the burden of yourself. Some fucker must be working on that drug in Amsterdam or something. Your personality, I suppose, is just a chemical mirage. There is a part of you that has no personality. You can get you can get a bang in the head, and your personality will change. And the only way to get back to yourself is get another bang in the head. How do you do it? How do you just let go? Is it is letting go the same as not caring? Like if you're heading into teach English to a leaving cert class, do you just are you able to do the work without being consumed by the pressure to perform brilliantly? Is pressure a wonderful thing? You hear about sportsmen go, I fucking love pressure, man. You know, anytime you see photographs from an elite soccer club's training pitch and these incredibly fit men and women who are performing under such a microscope and under such huge intensity 
They're always laughing. Is that because they're super fit? Is that because they've come to a physical place where because of their fitness their bodies don't get fucking worn down by stress. Maybe being naturally athletic is a wonderful natural thing and your body thrives on it. But for the rest of us, like, can you let go like, just, and just do the work, you know? That's why physical work can be sometimes so fucking gorgeous. Just bringing in fucking buckets of coal, you know, where you're not concerned, where, where there's no technical difficulty. Like, I hate filling the fucking dishwasher. It's too difficult. I hate taking stuff out of the dishwasher because it's, it's, I don't know where everything goes. And there's it's fucking I'm always getting me finger jabbed in forks and the the prongs that'd be sticking up out of the trays. So work where you're not worried about but there's no huge skill level, you know. And that was possibly the way we worked for thousands and thousands of years, you know, before the internet and the industrial revolution. We just had a fucking field to plough and no spuds to pick. You know, sown crops, milking cattle. You know, once you know how to do it, there's no fucking stress in it, or is there? My work is kind of strange. My work is all about public consumption of it, you know, so it's all about being judged. Everything I do is fucking judged. And there's a there's a thrill when you win, you know, of course. But the pressure to win then can you do this? Can you do this kind of stuff without just without giving a fuck? You know? Get some old lazy job on some radio station. Do two hours a day playing country classics. Here's Joe Dolan now singing something for you. Say hello to Mary Therese. Dimpana, Yvonne and all the girls in the nursing home. I hope you enjoy this. You know, maybe there's a fucking wisdom in that, like, kicking back and, you know. I often think of the boys out in, in a seer doing the pony and trap things. Like, what is there to fucking worry about? Like, just get on the fucking, get on the trap and I'll take you to the plassey and then we'll go to the lighters. The horse is fairly fucking stressed having to go up them hills with fat yanks in the back. You know. What jobs are out there that just... Ha- is your job, is the job that you do, can you just fucking relax? Like, are you, are you, are you in sales? Uh, do you have to meet a uh, quota? Do you have to bring in a certain amount? Like, will the boss man have words with you now? Now, Dolores, you haven't really hit any of your targets this month. And you're pers- in, in sales and marketing, you're persuading people. It's all you do nowadays, persuading them, you know. Inventing a world for them, for spending their money with you is a good thing. Fucking the hassle of that, like. Could you be arsed? I really, I, I know what the job I've always wanted to do, but it's not fucking possible anymore. My whole life, even back, I always knew that all I wanted to do was be an apostle. That's all. Just walking round Galilee and Sumatra. (laughs) 
walking around just nice places with pleasant weather. Nice breeze blowing in off the Dead Sea. And walking around with Jesus and him just telling stories and sending pigs over cliffs. That's what he did. He, he put the he met the fellow down by the graveyard and he, the demons were in him and he, he put all the demons that were in your man into the pigs and the pigs run over the cliff. You know, just... That would be my... Just walking around with Jesus. You know? Nothing to worry about. That's why I think uh, churches are... You can get great relief in a church. You know, because... I suppose the whole point of of being in a in a church is that you're on your knees, like you've lost everything. Yeah, when you ain't got nothing, you got fucking nothing to lose, like. And I just think that the, you know, it seems to me that admitting defeat can be very freeing. I'm not talking about sadness and stuff and the brutality of things that people experience but just fucking going into a church and sitting down and exhaling and everybody is there because they're suffering and there's something there's a fucking release in admitting that not trying to be a winner hanging out with people who fucking lost everything every church should have a sign that says hello losers just a fucking The relief of that. Each of us has the right not to be stressed. Each of us has the right to say, no more, I ain't doing that because it's having uh, an awful effect on me. Each of us has the right to refuse. To refuse the shape of things at the moment and go, nah, fuck this man. Fuck this. It's not doing me any good. Fuck this job. Fuck this this. Fuck this that. And fucking let go. Now I know some of you aren't. I'm not even. If I let go right now. I'd, I'd, I'd piss me trousers. But that's the. To remember that. That there's nothing wrong with you. It's not your failing. It's just the situation you're in and you have the right to refuse it. And what happens when you refuse it? What happens when you go, no, 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 no. And relax and unclench. What happens is that a remarkable goodness fills you, fills you and flows out of you. Down your leg flows out of you towards other people. It's good. All right. God bless. Good luck. See you next time.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.